1: This is Season 3, Episode 151 of The Positivity Project with Chris and Mike. Uh, we're glad to have you with us again. And if you're a first-time listener, welcome. So the challenge for last week was to find John Duke on social media or find his podcast, The Leadership Breakfast. Mm-hmm. So hopefully you guys had an opportunity to take a gander at that and, you know, either sign up for his, you know, podcast. Yep, to subscribe, subscribe to it to like it. you do to ours. Yep, yep. And listen to it because he is... uh Really good guy, based on the um, wonderful interview my wife did i was, it was very nice. I liked it. Um, I was kind of down for the count and that you were recovering out when time. I got a yeah. chance
0: to interview John. Yep. yeah, I've got a couple more interviews lined up, so I'm kind of excited. I'm really trying to hit trying to mix it up a little bit. I think Absolutely. we get a, I think people really like the interviews, so I think that it's something we'll try to keep in the rotation. Yeah, because we have a laundry
1: list of people that we have the opportunity to interview, and they're all people that have something really good to bring to the table based on what, you know, our perspective of being... Positive? Yes, ma'am. Excellent. So I'm going to get you to rate your week.
0: My week was about a... I'll give it an eight. An eight? Yes. You want to explain yourself there, Lucia? We'll get into it a little bit. I think I'm trying to do too much with you still recovering. By the way, I'm really glad that you're here because it was really a struggle to do the podcast by myself last <laughs> week. It was a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. Um but it so between work and between my car was back in the shop. It, just a lot of stuff to try to I had a lot of stress on me last week. So
1: right.
0: I'm happy with it just being an 8.
1: Good deal. So, how about you? I'm going to get mine at 8.5. Okay um recoveries are always a tough thing just some of you guys that listen to us on a regular basis know i've been struggling with my knee for months and finally had the knee replacement done so i am in week number three you're two, you're two yep. weeks two past weeks past. i'm going into number three and um you know just a quick thought behind the whole thing surgery has come leaps and bounds from what it was seven years ago almost eight years ago when i had my first knee replaced um, i actually did not get put 100% asleep they did a a partial nerve block on my leg, and then... A, um, so,
0: let me stop you for a second. For you women out there, he had an epidural. Because if you've ever had a kid, most I didn't, but a lot of women have epidurals. You basically had an epidural.
1: Right. Well, they did a nerve block. They actually gave me the shots they in my do, knee. Yes, you're right. Which they did with actually a sonogram so they could see the nerves, which was wicked cool to watch. But as they were pricking each nerve and putting that, whatever the block they put in there, my legs started to go to sleep in just certain places. So, it was a little weird. And then I had the... You had the epidural. epidural, which that was about it. Um, I was kind of in twilight. I It was a really weird situation because I wasn't awake, but I wasn't completely asleep. I knew time was passing, but I couldn't hear or see or didn't know what was going on. But I knew I was there. But uh, don't
0: you feel like that was a better option for you? It was weird at the time, and it was definitely different than anything else you've ever experienced. But don't you also feel like it helped you recover?
1: Oh, absolutely. Faster? Yes. Yep, absolutely. I mean, once... You know, once I was awake and started moving around, I mean, there was no sickness from anesthesia. There was no, you know, vomiting or anything like that. I really didn't even feel bad at all. Matter of fact, you know, I came home the same Same day as the surgery, which was really good. I don't know how often that happens anymore, but it wasn't very, it wasn't typical seven years ago. So I
0: feel like you're also a little bit more mobile faster than you were eight years. It's actually eight years ago that you had it. And so I feel like you're definitely more mobile you aren't even using your cane anymore. You went from the walker to a cane to now just walking around by yourself.
1: Yep. And if I don't walk very far and I walk really slow, I can do it without a limp. Mm -hmm. So, but, you know, the full recovery, is just like breaking a bone. It's going to take six or eight weeks for that bone to heal, but everything else is coming together great. Pain has been pretty manageable. It's been really a lot better than it was last time. But, you know, any pain that can keep you awake, sleeping has has been a big problem. And, And when I struggle, you struggle as well. So both of us are have a little bit bags under our eyes <laughs> but all in all things are going great and i want to thank everybody for all your well wishes i got a ton of well wishes and uh, a ton of get well soon's on face on facebook and you
0: also got some gifts
1: and i also got some gifts
0: from the lesbys
1: yes so thank you guys for my uh sizzling saltines so happy
0: buckies <laughs> so happy that made so, you super happy
1: yes it did. so with that being said you know well on the road to recovery Welcome, you know, or welcome. Glad to be back here. uh, I am so glad you're back today. So I I, I missed it. I mean, it's something that we've done going on two years now, and we really don't. We haven't missed a week yet. So mm -mm. you know, we've done our two podcasts a week for almost two years now. So
0: and I found it to be very strange. I play off of. I play off of you more than I realized. I play off of you. When we're sitting here, and when I had to do it by myself, I almost got stage fright, and it was <laughs> I had to edit the crap out of last week's both podcasts really? because I kept screwing up. Usually, you're the one that screws yeah. up the intro. We've right. already edited that once today, yep. And yep. but the funny thing was, I I really I missed the banter that we have and the conversation that we have.
1: It changes the flow. I I I, I mm-hmm. get it. I'm sure it changes the flow.
0: It does, and it was hard to kind of, it was like, I felt like I was carrying the weight of the entire podcast on me instead of both of us kind of, you know, I had to remember to do your little voice thing. I had to remember to do Jimmy's Corner. I had to remember to get Robert's joke of the day. It was, I was like, that's not what I do. I do other stuff.
1: You did a wonderful job.
0: Well, thank you. I appreciate that. You
1: know, we, we don't, this thing is pretty natural. We don't do any editing other than when I completely screw up the intro, which I've done almost 200 times now, <laughs> believe it or not, and I still, I have a paper on the wall that I have to, I don't read it, I just have to look at it. I don't know why. I yeah. mean, after 200 times, you would think I'd have this down pat and could do it in my sleep, but it's more than once, you know, we've had two, three, four takes to get the thing rolling. Once I get through the intro, you know, usually it's pretty good. I mean, yeah. I'm not a rock star, radio DJ by what? any means, but not? I'm real close to it. Okay. <laughs> So, so that's our, that's our catch up for my surgery, surgery and we are, you know,
0: we are I am, moving forward. I've realized with you been, with you being unable to do certain things and chores around the house, how much I appreciate how we split the load of all the chores here. Like if I'm working late, you've already started dinner. You have fed everybody, you've done the litter boxes, you've taken care of so many other things. I don't typically take the trash out. That's typically something you do and you do it because I, you know, I can't stand it. You also try to unload the dishwasher and put all, take all the dishes out of the dish drainer. I've had to do all that and I'm not complaining. I'm just saying I have had to do all of that stuff and I really, it's made me appreciate you so much more Taking care of the pool, that's normally your thing. I'm out there every single night like, the freaking pool filter is out. It's turned off again. You know, it's just, it's been very much an eye-opening experience to me for all of the things that you do around here. And so I just want to take a minute and just say thanks. I appreciate all that you do.
1: Well, you're quite welcome. And it's all about the teamwork. I mean, there's certain things that you do that I don't like to do. So it it, kind of works out, but... Running a household like this with three cats, a dog, chickens, a swimming pool, going to the dump, keeping the recycles out, you know, keeping the food on the table, you know, keeping groceries and stuff coming in and all the errands that have to be run. And, you know, this has got to go to here and that's got to go there. It's just, it's a lot. And when I first came home, I could do absolutely nothing. I couldn't even feed myself, Mm -mm. you know, for the first few days. Well, you had
0: a walker, so you you were up and walking, but you, it wasn't like you could fix yourself a sandwich and then go take it and go sit down and put your leg up you couldn't do any of that.
1: Right. So you had to do all I of did, it. but
0: I was I was grateful that work allowed me the flexibility to be able to work from home. It caused more stress for me work side, but home side it made it life a lot easier.
1: I couldn't have made it a week without you, there's no doubt. I mean the yeah. stuff that you did for me and to get me back on the road to recovery and get me back up on my feet is is, you know, 80% of where I am today is because of what you did the first two weeks that I was laid up. So I well, we've had some other that. help
0: too. So I want to give a shout out to Chelsea and to Michael Frazier yes. for getting you to, to doctors. Chauffeurs. I mean to uh, PT appointments and such. That is a huge help. But you think Friday you're going to try to drive yourself. I'm going to
1: give it a shot. I mean, the doctor, I'm going to call him. They told me, you know, three to four weeks. Um, I think I'm a tad bit ahead of schedule, especially from what I was last time. So I'm going to, Michael's picking me up tomorrow, tomorrow Monday when you guys are going to get this podcast mm-hmm. and Chelsea's going to do Wednesday. And then I'm based on Wednesday. I'm actually Thursday or Friday going to try to get in the truck and Drag see yourself. how I do getting in and getting out. And if I do, I'm going to go ahead and go to physical, try to drive myself to PT on Friday.
0: That's great. So something I get a weekly email from 10% happier from, mm-hmm. because we're members and I get this weekly email and I read them every week. And sometimes it's like, Oh, that's pretty cool. And sometimes it's like, whoa this week was a whoa because it was about burnout and i realized that i have officially reached burnout phase trying to take care of you and take care of the house and take care of the animals and still work all the crazy hours i work you know i mean i work what 50 oh 50 50 hours a week and so try to do all that stuff still come home and still cook dinner. And you this week, I really appreciate the fact that you've at least been able to help feed everybody, you haven't been able to do the litter boxes, but that's, that's okay, at least just trying to help by feeding them has been a tremendous help. But I mean, it's from filling up the bird feeders to, you know, ordering the groceries to just anything, and everything under the sun, it's I've realized, I've officially reached burnout. And the article I'm You'll see a link to it in our Facebook page this week. It made me realize that no matter how many tools you have at your disposal to try to stay positive and to try to combat burnout, sometimes we have to set, we have to either find new tools or try different things. And so for me this week, I'm going to try working on a few boundaries. That's something that my therapist and I have really been working on is me setting boundaries. The funny thing about boundaries is once you start to set them with people and they're not used to you setting boundaries, they push really they push hard. Back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They push really hard against those boundaries. So I don't know if that's gonna mean like getting into work earlier. Because I got into work super early on Friday, and I was actually able to get a lot of work done earlier. I either wind up doing it early in the morning or late at, you know, in the in the evening because it's so quiet. But The article really made me realize that it's not just about practicing meditation or practicing mindfulness. That definitely helps, but that isn't just the only tool in your arsenal. So if you're trying to do it all, if you're trying to, you know, be super mom or super dad or super person, super employee, understand that burnout also can look a lot of different ways. It could start out like, oh, I've got this special project. I'm going to put in all these extra hours. And then it leads to like, you start to like disassociate from the people that you work with, you know, like you don't, you don't see them as people. You just see them as tasks that they do. You do accounting, you do welding, you do whatever. You don't see the person, you just see the job. So if you're starting to kind of feel like that, then you might be starting to experience burnout and, um, check out the article that I'm going to link in the Facebook page, but I think it's definitely something that everybody should read because I think at some point all of us at one, you know, have all experienced burnout. Oh, there's
1: no doubt. I mean, at one point in time, I, there's very few people out there that could say they haven't, you know, indulged yourself or thrown herself at something strong enough and long enough to get to that, that point of being burned out. And, and a lot of being burned out has to do with how you treat each thing that you do, you know, each task that you have in said Big project that you're doing, and uh, it's very easy to become overwhelmed. And once you go down that rabbit hole, at first it seems like, man, I'm on fire, things are going great. Well, you can only sustain that for so long before, like you said, things around you start to change. You start to look at people around you not as employees or you know uh, coworkers, coworkers, but as, oh, that you know they they're just that accounting person, or they're just you know right. So it is something to keep track of, but it's hard on you mentally and physically, both it, mentally it and physically. And
0: it's also about asking people for help. And so, and like my whole point in, in saying this is not be like, somebody come help me. That's, an, that's not it. It's for me to determine where I need the help. And the, right from the get go, just knowing that you had somebody take you to physical therapy, that was a huge load off of me. Because otherwise I'd either had to work from home, take you to therapy, drop you off, and right. go into work. And it really would have made my days even longer. So that was awesome that we had people volunteer that from the get go. But it's also about, you know, I'm grateful for HelloFresh because that makes life super duper easy for me. And it might just be like, this is one of your, it's not your pet peeve. It's just, it's part of who you are. You don't like the same thing two nights in a row for dinner. You don't even like the same meat, same type of protein two right. nights in a row. It's just who you are. But you may have to suck it up buttercup tonight. And like, we may have hamburgers and hot dogs and you may have the same thing tomorrow night because your wife is going to lose her sanity. Otherwise
1: tomorrow night, instead of hamburgers, hot dogs, we we'll do hot dogs and hamburgers.
0: Okay. Well, if that's how you want to <laughs> say that you go for it.
1: But you know, the, the, you know, to add something about burnout, it's, it's especially being in a construction business and doing what I've done over the course of years. It also gives you, there's a shock factor involved, and do you start, instead of looking at task or looking at your next project as something nice or something big, you start to fret it before you even start it, because the last thing you did beat the hell out, beat the crap out of you, and...
0: You can say that. You can say <clears throat> no, That's
1: fine. <laughs> so, you know, then it kind of starts, you know, putting you in a situation where even a small project that could simply be done, you already start to fret it, and that just adds to... The whole burnout factor. Mm-hmm. So
0: mm-hmm. It, it does. It's it's about it's a, about taking a minute to actually notice that you're heading towards burnout or that you're in the midst of burning out and then saying, Okay, time out. Definitely practice some mindfulness. Meditation definitely helps. Um and I haven't been as consistent with that as I probably need to be because literally by the end of the evening yeah, I toast, collapse in done. bed. Yep. And it's cause it's usually by this past couple of weeks, it's been what nine nine fifteen by the time everything's finally done and i can and i literally i like
1: yeah, there is no sit down and decompress it's you know collapse into bed and hope you fall asleep and get as much sleep as you can but yeah you know, for the last f- four weeks our schedules have been all awash and you know 10 days before that we were on you know mm-hmm. we're able to squeeze in a wonderful vacation that we had and we went to florida mm-hmm. to visit family and have our vacation so which i was very thankful for and you know you you get a little worried that you were trying to, we were trying to get too much done and maybe we were, but now that we're on the other side of it, I'm so glad that we got it all done. But mm-hmm. you know, our whole lives have been flipped upside down for almost two months now. Mm-hmm. So pulling out of this, you know, surgery and getting back on my feet and then doing everything I can every day to start dividing one task at a time, you know, back into the mix until, you know, we get back to where we have an even flow. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope it comes sooner rather than later. I think it will.
0: I think we're on the other (laughs) side of the hump because like I said, I mean, the first it's like when you have a baby, you know, and you're like, oh, they praise God, they can hold their bottle by themselves. Oh God, they're, they're done with formula. I can just give them milk. Oh God, now they're out of diapers. So for you, the milestones for me are you went from the walker to the cane. You could get your own coffee in the morning. I didn't have to like stop everything I was doing and go get you coffee. You could fix yourself something to eat now you're able to walk without your cane. So now you're helping feed the cats. You're helping me by emptying the dish drainer, that kind of stuff. And so it's a, it's a little things. So I'm trying to take those moments when they happen and just be and be grateful for them as they come. And just it, like I said, it's really made me notice everything else that you did that I probably took for granted and just super appreciate when you will go back to doing it yeah
1: i'm working on it baby. <laughs> i know you
0: are <laughs> so right. uh
1: next we i see on the list here that we're going to talk about is the top 20 road songs yeah and uh being a motorcycle guy i'm gonna have to throw um uh born to be wild out there as the first one Okay, so, so, so I'm there just were, throwing it after. I I don't even know what we're going to talk about. You haven't even seen no. this yet. I'm just throwing so there my song out 2, there was Two thousand Americans that
0: were surveyed. I feel like I'm getting ready to play Family Family Feud. So it was people talking about you know road trips and like tunes when they go on road trips, etc., cetera, etc., etc. Cetera. And there's actually thirty five percent of people would be willing to turn the car around if they didn't have access to their road trip playlist. Wow. Yeah. Which I don't know that I would actually do that, but. You know, whatever. And the funny thing, 42% of people said they couldn't stand the music their parents played when they were growing up. And 52% of people said that their generation's playlist-making skills are superior to other generations, <laughs> with millennials most likely to agree at 61%, which is hilarious. Because that is hilarious. Because don't we all think, like, we are the best at it? And, like, the older people or younger people, they don't know what they Anybody's
1: doing. not where we're at is they're either, yes. They're, yeah. They're just not there.
0: All right. So we're going to share the top 20. There's 30 on here. But so and if you want to see the entire list, go to our Facebook page and you can see the article linked there. So number 20, I think this is hilarious. 14 percent. This is 14 percent. So number 20 is This Land is Your Land by Woody Guthrie. If that doesn't scream 1964, I don't know what does.
1: But you know what? Now that you bring that up, I think we should sing that. No, on our next trip out to the valley. Nope,
0: we're not doing that. Not happening. This
1: land is your land. No, Woody. This land is my land.
0: No, no, dude, you, right. no, your dad can sing. You, honey, I love you, but don't. Number nineteen is "Born to Run" by Bruce Springsteen. That's a good one. I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, number eighteen is "A Thousand Miles" by Vanessa Carlton.
1: Why is that not even coming to?
0: It's too new for you. Okay. Number seventeen is "I've Been Everywhere" by Johnny Cash. I don't know. I guess. Oh, I be, I do yes. know that one. Okay. It's, got a, it's
1: got a good rhythm too. I've been
0: to it. everywhere, man. Up have yep. everywhere. See? Um, I thought we weren't si- singing.
1: You cut me off. Uh, I can sing. Okay.
0: Um, so number sixteen, I've never heard of "Driver's License" by Olivia Rodrigo. Never heard mm-hmm. of it. Number 15 is a good old one, Route 66 by Chuck Berry.
1: None other than Chuck Berry.
0: Number 14, Paradise City by Guns N' Roses. That's always a fantastic one.
1: I think most people like to blast that when they're about ready to fall asleep while they're driving because I think it wakes them up and brings them back.
0: I'm picturing like sunny, windows down, hair flying, my hair, you have short hair, flying everywhere and just, you know, screaming the words to Guns N' Roses going down the road. Uh, number thirteen is Ramblin' Man by the Almond Brothers. <laughs> yep. I love number twelve. Number twelve is Go Your Own Way by Fleetwood Mac. Yep, That's, a that's good one. another good yep. windows down song. Uh number eleven is Don't Stop Me Now by Queen. I like it. Number ten, God Rest Your Soul, Tawny Katane. Here I Go Again by White Snake. She's michael frazier cr- did you
1: hear that yeah
0: exactly <laughs> michael
1: he's, he's a big white snake he fan he is
0: number nine hit the road jack ray charles i like the song i don't know that it would actually be like a road trip song for me but okay uh eight awesome highway to hell acdc
1: i tend to want to listen to that and we're in hour number 16 and a half and we're headed down to florida to see your mom
0: okay <laughs> i'm down with that number seven would be an early that would be an Early, you're only maybe half an hour in, maybe twenty minutes oh, in. We ended a trip? Yep. Rihanna, as Trevor used to say, I'm going to see Rihanna. Shut up and drive by Rihanna. Um, Old Town Road by Little Nas is number six. You don't even know who I that don't is. Know. I'll show you that later. Uh, number five, Q. Willie. Yep. On, on the, the road, road again. again. Uh, that is number five. Number four is Take Me Home Country Roads by John Denver. I picture the Muppets. Why
1: are these songs getting older and older and older? Yeah, they are. they are.
0: So <laughs> number three, love this one. Life is a Highway by Tom Cochran. I kind of like
1: that one. That was cool. Yep. Yeah.
0: Number two, Hotel California by the Always Eagles. Always a big hit. Always a classic. And, and number hold on. one, hold on. okay, come the, on, uh, get it. Let me get,
1: the get together it. together here.
0: Sweet Home, Alabama by Leonard Skinnerd, fantastic. So, um, so there's your top
1: twenty roads. On, so now we have to put our list together with all those, all twenty of those.
0: Well, maybe just do like your top ten okay. or five. You want to do that? Yeah. So I did. There's a post in the Facebook group. Check it out. It'll come out. I think it comes out Tuesday or Wednesday, and you'll see a link to that. So comment in that co- comment in that post about what your top favorite songs are for road trips.
1: Because we have a lot of playlists. One of them is Motorcycle yep. Playlist and, you know, a and few And the, the funny
0: thing is a lot of people just also like just hit shuffle on their phone or whatever, Spotify, whatever it is that you're listening to, and just hit shuffle and see what what plays. A lot
1: of times, when most of the time, if I'm using my phone to listen to music, it's on shuffle. I just let it play mm-hmm. through. Now, sometimes I'll pick an artist and then shuffle all of their songs mm-hmm. because... We tend to listen to the same people for a while. And if, when you start getting to the point where you know what the next song is going to be before it plays, it's time to mix it up a little yeah. bit. So sometimes yeah. I just shuffle around. But
0: I have a grass cutting playlist and it's got, I'm telling you, it can go from Zach Brown Band and Jack Johnson to like mm, DMX <laughs> to like the Dixie Chicks to. Pentatonics. I mean, it's all over verse. the place. Yeah, diverse. A, a, a diverse. I have a very diverse, yes, diverse. Yeah. Yeah. So, so let us know in that Facebook post what are your favorite road songs?
1: Yes. Give us your top five or, yeah, you know, five or 10.
0: Yeah. I'd love to hear because maybe I'll add that to my grass cutting playlist and I'll just roll with that
1: or if you really wanted to and you wanted to get you your your voice played on the you know on our podcast yeah. you could call 301-392-7745 <gasps> yeah. and sing us a song
0: or just tell us what your playlist <laughs> is if you have a good voice please sing if you don't just tell us
1: i'm barred from singing around the house so <laughs>
0: well you can sing around the house just not on the podcast all right so do you have a challenge for everybody for this week
1: yes and we just talked about it. And a second you brought it up, it jumped clean out of my brain.
0: Okay. so Give me it, some hand signals or something. So your challenge this week is to comment on the challenge post that will come out on Tuesday. Let us know what you think of the new intro. Yes,
1: which we didn't even get to talk about. I was going to bring it up when we first started. And then we went down a rabbit hole. So, so. I
0: surprised you. Yes. I've been working all week with people on a website called Fiverr. It's F-I-V-E-R-R. I had one guy create music and basically all i told him was you know we're a podcast about living an authentic positive lifestyle et cetera, et cetera. i said you know here's some of my musical influences and here's some of my favorite instruments and he just went with it and it was perfect i yes, didn't even went, have I to like have it. him redo anything and then i paid somebody else to do the voiceover i liked her voice she gave me four options and you and i picked i narrowed it down to two and then you and i picked the we one actually we picked liked. the same one. We did.
1: So which was pretty cool. So yeah, we so. have a professional intro at this point, people. Yes, people. <laughs>
0: so let us know. That's your challenge for this week.
1: All right. Do you have a positive quote for us today, my
0: love? I do. You want the story or you want the quote first?
1: Uh, let me have the good news story first.
0: Okay. So there was, um, there's a teacher and I think it's pronounced boot or Boute Louisiana. And uh, his name is John Butler and he is a teacher at Hanville high school. And he had a pretty good reason why he wasn't wearing any shoes for the graduation ceremony this year. It's because he gave them to one of his students, De- Devarius Peters. Devarius came to Mr. John and said, Hey, they are not going to let me graduate. And he asked why he said, because the shoes he was wearing didn't meet the dress code. So he was really panicking. And so the teacher said, you know what? No brainer. I took my shoes off. I gave them to him. Didn't matter that they were two sizes too big. He he said, I slipped them on. It felt like slippers. And he was joyful the entire day. He couldn't wait till six o'clock to get across the stage and graduate. So way to go, Mr. John Butler. You You are awesome.
1: Yes. Did he get his shoes back?
0: I'm hoping so. (laughs) I'm hoping so. So here's your positive quote. This comes from Audrey Hepburn. Nothing is impossible. The word itself says, I'm possible.
1: I like it. Do you get that? Yes, I do get it. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Looked like it took you a second. I
1: was trying to read it and it it was far away. Yeah.
0: Okay, so make sure that you are following us on social media. We are on Facebook, The Positivity Project with Chris and Mike. Add your friends to our group. If you think that they either could use some positive um, in their life or they're a positive person, you think that they would contribute to our community, please feel free to add them.
1: Yep, get them Um, on our Facebook group.
0: Yeah, and then uh, hit that subscribe button. Yep. We never want you to miss an episode. Give us a
1: five-star rating.
0: Yep. And uh, tell your friends about us because we want to spread this word.
1: And we are really going to take a push here in the next couple of weeks to get our um, Facebook family increased.
0: Yes, absolutely. So I hope you guys have a great rest of your week. Be kind, be well, and...
1: Until next time, choose positivity, my friends.